day job. Let's go. Look at me, Damien. The blackest day. Yes. The Stinger says this is Blade Job episode 57, part two of our Halloween double feature. With me today, as always, Eric Marshik. Also with Eric, Cassie, friend of the show, part one and part two. You're kind of a legend now, since you're, you've are you been a part of part one and two. <laughs> and that's not negotiable, so. Anyway, what's up, guys? I meant to check the numbers. I think we went way up in listens when we added a female to the show. Wow. Funny how that happens. I'm feeling... I'm feeling blessed. Too blessed to be stressed, right? Uh, oh, wrong. <laughs> Just a little blessed. Fair enough. Thank you for listening, though, if you did. I did listen, so. Uh, but I can't listen to my own voice, so I don't do that. Anyway. I had a hard time. It's, yeah, it's not easy, is it? You know? It's an acquired taste. You know, mm. you gotta... It, it, it's not the easiest. I, I mean, I, I don't mind my own voice, so it's... My brother called me and he was like do we all sound like what you sound like i was like what do you mean he's like your accent is so thick and michigan-y and i was like oh sorry everyone if you find that grating i would hope but not good god if people find the michigan accent grating we are all screwed that's not good yeah that's not that's that's not good for this podcast i'm talking through my nose and you can't stop me do you know what is good for the podcast? Uh, finishing a fantastic Halloween Havoc nineteen eighty nine. Eric, can you just take a, take us on a brief tour of what to expect? Even though we've already just people listening should know already because we discussed it at the end of last episode, and you know, so but it, just a refresher mm-hmm. in case what's going on. Yeah, so we're gonna see <clears throat> we're gonna see the last three matches of Halloween Havoc nineteen eighty nine. We're starting off. With a very, very young Brian Pillman. Um, that's the same Brian Pillman from WWF. Stone Cold Steve Austin's ex-partner as the Hollywood Blondes. And he's facing off against another very young Lex Luger. Um, so we're going to start with that. It's, you know, I, I, Cassie is not a big Lex Luger fan. We'll see what she thinks about Brian Pillman. I don't know if she's ever seen a Brian Pillman match. I don't remember. Maybe. So, from there, we're going to go into the Road Warriors and Skyscrapers, which is another kind of 90s iconic um, wrestler in Sid Vicious. We have my, we'll talk about it, but my favorite mullet, Dan Spivey. <laughs> And then the Road Warriors, who we actually just had as the Blade Jobber of the Week a couple weeks ago, Road Warrior Animal. So we're going to watch that match. And then we're fi- we're finishing it off with the match we promised months ago, which is Sting, Funk, Muda, Flair, all in the Thunderdome cage match with Bruno Sammartino as the guest referee. We'll get into all of that, but that's what we're looking at today. Um should be a pretty f- – I mean, the, the, the end of this card is m- massive. I said it before, and I'll say it again. It's like the Avengers Endgame or Infinity War of wrestling. And, I'm, I, you know, I get to say that. I have, You know, I have to bring in my number – my, mm-hmm. you know, once an episode MCU uh, reference. If anyone can say it, it's you. Damn right. Um, 
Is there anything, any, any like housekeeping? I'm trying to think. I mean, there's no news. I, there's no news. There's never going to be any news anymore. Movies are dead. So, um, Halloween Kills no. teaser dropped. John Carpenter just kind of threw that out there. Um, it's breaking the internet, and it looks pretty good. That comes out next Halloween, so a smidge early. But what the hell else is there to do? So, is that uh, how long is the teaser? Is it like a fifteen second thing? No, it's actually quite a bit. I mean, it's like a minute long, but there's like some good footage in there. Mm. So, cool. uh, I haven't seen it, so I'll check, check it out. Check it out. It's it's pretty good. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. It definitely feels like the, like the last one, which is you know what you want. So. Keep an eye out for that one. Yeah, I think we're actually going to check that out tomorrow. We're going to watch that as part of our 31 nights of Halloween. Okay, very exciting. We're nearing the end. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Actually, wait a minute. Yeah, so no. speaking of updates, what have you guys been, uh, you know, I mean, I know it's only been a week, but I mean, for you guys, it's like, what, 28 movies? So what's up? Well, we've been moving, so we've kind yeah. of been watching like a lot of go-tos like have we watched anything that we hadn't seen yet um not that i think i i don't remember i mean i guess we watched return of the living dead oh yeah i had never seen that that was really fun um and then yeah we watched season of the witch last night halloween three nice oh i got we the joe bob special was pretty fun oh yeah, um, I know the internet kind of lost their mind. Oh my god, I know. People were thinking that uh, you know they, they thought for sure Joe Bob was going to be showing Halloween three, and he didn't. And people were just literally so pissed. Really, <laughs> and he didn't promise anything. He just literally said it's a movie that came. The two movies were movies that came out like thirty years apart. Yeah, that was the only hint he gave. That, so. so- that was so stupid. He played um, The Haunt, right? Was that what, yeah, what it was called? Yeah, Haunt, which was really fun. It was so good. I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of shows that, you know, there's a internet fandom that's toxic. Oh, my God. <laughs> a Fand- a okay. fandom new? that's toxic. Imagine my shock. I mean, it's like they just want to watch the same... I mean, I love Joe Bob, but, you know, sometimes, like, in these... Facebook groups, Reddit, Twitter, you know, people want to watch the same shitty 80s horror movie a million times. That they probably have multiple copies of. Yeah. Like, just go watch it. He wanted to show something new and exciting, and it was, like, from young creators. Like, who cares? Yeah, it was actually from the guys who wrote uh, Quiet Place. Oh, okay. It was, like, their directorial debut from maybe a couple years ago. Okay. It was really good. I really liked it. Yeah. It was just fun. That's good. Then after that, they played Hack-O-Lantern, which is like classic Joe Bob. Just, you know, classic (laughs) Blade Job, too. (laughs) That movie was ridiculous. Like 80s cult horror, bad acting. uh, Not as splattery as I would have liked, but... Not at all. It was fun. So pretty much Blade Job approved. Yeah, there were a lot of um, adult movie actresses. Now, yeah, it's a lot of boobs. Now that's Blade Job. Lots of bush. You can't get much more mm-hmm. approved than yeah. that. Um, that's good to know. That was cool. I um, even I got into the mix. I watched two silent uh, horror movies. Ooh. I know. Uh, I watched Nosferatu finally, which I liked actually. Okay. I liked it a lot better than I was expecting. I watched. There's a great. Isn't that the movie? Didn't you start with the uh, 
Werner Herzog. Uh, yeah, I mean, I watched Nosferatu the Vampire. original one yeah, or I the remake from 1979 a couple weeks ago. Um, but then right. I figured I'd watch the actual thing, and there's a great copy, a great print on Canopy, the streaming service that I like. And then I watched um, the next night. I watched Hexen. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. It's a oh. witchcraft. It's the kind of faux documentary. Yeah. You know. I think I told you I have a copy on tape that's uh, that. narrated by William Burroughs. Yeah, it's amazing. That's awesome. I'd love to borrow that from you yeah. sometime. I know we've discussed it already, but I, it's pretty. Cool. I would still like to borrow that from you. Um, that's good. So I watched those two. So I'd like to watch like the Golem or something pretty soon here. So those are my two big ones. What's the one? I don't know if it's silent, but the um, it's the is it I Island of Doctor. Caligari. Oh, the cabinet of Dr. Dr. Caligari. Yeah. Or yes, the cabinet. It's very yeah. silent. It's from 1920. So yeah, I'd like to see that too. That's a good point. I've heard very good things about uh, it that. It pretty much kicked like, off. Really crazy makeup effects. Well, it pretty and... much kicked off German Expressionism in the silent era. And that's more my speed. So yeah. I could talk for an hour and a half on German Expressionism, but I won't. Um, so that's my update pretty much. You know, it was pretty good stuff. And I hope to okay, continue so you, that. Have you watched a movie in color? In, in a horror movie in color this Halloween. Uh, besides Nosferatu the Vampire, probably not. Okay, so, dig so it. Nosferatu is scary. He's the scary. What's guy. good about that that copy that I watched on Canopy is the soundtrack is amazing, and there's like some moments Ooh. where they have some. I don't even know like what instrument it is, but it's like going hard, and it's like really really effective. I was I had to I had to keep like rewinding it to go back, and I was like, holy. There's a scene where he's like you know walking. You can just see him walking, and just this hammering of like the you know the soundscape, and I'm like, this is legitimately cool. awesome. So. Um, damn, it's so cool. So I was actually a big fan of that one. I'm glad it finally knocked that off my goddamn bucket list. So, uh, cool. Yeah, I've never seen it actually. I, I actually recommend it. You know, it's. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, it's silent movies are something that you know film aficionados love to praise, and I like. I wouldn't recommend. You know, it's like anybody I know who doesn't who isn't into like film history. I good luck with the silent movies. You know, but at the same time, with like you know the proper um, like title cards and everything, I think it's a lot more accessible than we think but you know if someone was like i'm not gonna watch a silent movie i'm not gonna you know fault them that's just how it is so but i recommend yeah. that one that's an interesting take too about the soundtrack oh it was awesome i man. think that would make it more interesting especially if there's you know i feel like a different uh artist or composer would just add a whole different mm -hmm. it'd be like a different movie each time well that's the thing about silent movies is that i mean yeah because they get re-released and you know, throughout the years and they all have different you know com compositions and such and like i know like obviously you no know, sprout to that kind of thing is the public domain so i know amazon prime video has a copy and it is unwatchable it's so bad it, like it looks like asshole mm. so uh canopy mm -hmm. canopy is like a streaming service for like you know intellectual content um, and like classics and all that, it looks amazing on that. So, uh, which is great. Actually, I watched Hexen. I was gonna watch that on Canopy as well, but then the print was pretty good, but not amazing. But um, HBO Max also had it. This movie from 1922. I was hmm. like, okay, actually, same year as uh, Nosferatu. So I watched it that way, with it, which is a smidge better print. So, shout out to HBO Max. Um, also, I want to watch the. The uh, Phantom of the Opera, 1925. I gotta watch that too. Oh, yeah, I love. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. What's the guy in that one? Boris Karloff. Was oh, that Lon Chaney? Uh, it is Lon Chaney. You're right. No, is, no. Boris Karloff is the is Frankenstein. So yeah, it's Lon Chaney. 
yeah, and that's the one where they where she takes off the the mask. He's like, ah. Then I guess people in the audience are fainting left and right in the in 1925 because you know. Love that. That's what you yeah, do. With it, Fight or flight <laughs> or faint. They didn't have blade jobs. We were so then, fucked so. up and drunk and I whatever. I mean, the 20s was wild. I know. Right? I remember. I remember Opiates, it finally. Yeah. yeah, they were all That's like right. super out of their mind. I I think it's okay to not like the classics, but I think it's really important to respect and appreciate them. Like I don't want to listen to opera music, but I appreciate it for what it did for everything else. That's why I'm glad you're on the spot to, you know, to, to, to tout that. All you kids out there saying, I hate Tupac, you can still appreciate him. Too. Okay, you sound like a real old head over here. Excuse me, I'm hip and cool. I love TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that note. Well, Steve's, uh, I don't know if Steve's old and cool, but he's listening, he's watching a lot of uh, silent films. I mean, I'm, I think I'm, half, I'm one of those things. Let's, let's just say that. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Let's watch some wrestling, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's true, yeah. So, uh, uh... for anybody who wants to watch along, we are going to start this at one twenty nine fifty five, An hour, 29 minutes, 55 seconds. Um, and I'm going to go yeah, ahead and right? share this. You'll see uh, Lex Luger just prepping to scream this god-awful promo. Oh, at poor old Gordon Soley. That's right. So on that note, I'm going to go ahead and hit play. Three, two, one. Where's the play button? All oh, right there. Three, two, one. Oh, it's right in the middle. <laughs> it's hitting away. Action. So hitting away. We're hitting in away the, the Lex Luger's biceps. <laughs> I'm going to turn it down a smidge. So I'm thinking that's the U.S. champ oh, um, championship belt. Um, I should have put that in the notes actually, but I'm thinking that's what that is. This guy's got not one strand of body hair on him. Which I know was like kind of common for uh, wrestling, but man, can't relate. Yeah, you know? no. He also might have no strand of fat on That's him. true, too. No. On one hand, I would love that kind yeah. of body. On the other hand, I refuse to work for it. I, I'm i not into it. I I mean, so Lex, Lex Luger is like kind of infamously known for being the um, like bodybuilder turned wrestler. Where, you know, maybe his in-ring skills aren't that good, but he's got some kind of look. He looks like a like a little pug dog. <laughs> tell him that to his face. See what happens. What does that mean? I will tell him I that hope you to know. his face. Because I feel like he's he's all bark, no bite. All talk, no bite. Another yeah. pug reference. Fair enough. And I feel like, I mean, Cassie and I, we, we watched that uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Ugh. And it really kind of paints Lex in a bad light. Yeah. Now, is is that better, worse, or equal to Beyond the Mat that I've still not seen? God damn it. Mm, I'm going to say it's different. But I'm going to say it's a... I'm going to say it's a little more accessible than Beyond the Mat. Okay. Because it kind of mixes true crime with, like, behind-the-scenes wrestling stuff. Yeah. Kind of into that, actually. Okay, so we, so here we go. We're heading to the ring. Oh. We got the cheerleaders coming out. Wow. Yeah, yellow and blue. So this is a really young Very Brian Pillman. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. There he is. So Left all of his fat Cassie, behind the ring. We're going to need some mullet reviews pretty much all the way out here. Whoa. Lion Brian. I like this one. Yeah, it's a good-looking mullet, I got to tell you. That's really it's a little nice. curly. When did we ever stop wearing that kind of whatever? What is he wearing? What would you call that? It's like a, a it's like a tank top that you open up in front. It's like a fringe vest. I'm gonna do it. I, I would like to get one of those. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it looks nice. I like I was wearing knee knee pads. 
Gets mm-hmm. He's pretty. He's pretty jacked too. He's very jacked. Again, refuse to work so, for him. I would love to have that. So I gotta find another that's way. True. To get steroids. So this is the this is Brian Pillman. He he. Um, flying Brian. Infamously Pillman. passed away. Yeah, flying Brian. In the like ninety six, ninety seven. Um, he's kind of like a big what if story. Well, yeah. He kind of was really edgy. Um, heading into like the Attitude Era, and you know, unfortunately passed away. So this guy died in between the English Patient and Titanic. It's like the worst time to die, man. If you can't even see Titanic before yeah. you die, I feel bad for oh. you. Yeah, you and the Titanic. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a love story equal to that of uh, Leo and Caitlin Winslet. So do we call Lex Luger's hair a mullet? Uh, um, Cassie? Yeah, Cassie. Take the, take a well, look. it's slicked back, so I can't really tell if it's a mullet. It might, uh, I don't think I it think is. I think it's just long. I think it's just long. Yeah, it's long and slicked back. He's looking real greasy. Now that. That's amazing. I, Brian's is just so cute. It's not yeah, a- so just to recap, we had... Uh, Beautiful Bobby Eaton's mullet uh, last week on the show, which was just had some mega length. Yeah. Um, we also had Z-Man, Tom Zink. <laughs> the um, Z-Man. I'm a- that was the first one we saw. It got a little, it got outshadowed by Bobby Eaton for sure. I mean, you know, I, I might even be so bold as to say that Blade Job might be the best podcast for, uh, co- you know, uh, What's the word? Kind of analysis, analyses of the mullet. Mullet analysis. Yeah, I think that if you're looking for like a good mullet coverage, I think you can do no better than Cassie's coverage um, on this this podcast. So, I'm honored. I'm honored to be judging these men on their also. Haircuts. You know, today today I was watching uh, Halloween Four while I was at work. Okay, is your boss <laughs> listening to this podcast? <laughs> and I'm just gonna say. Wade, the character from from that movie, one of the best like '80s horror mullets I had seen in a long time. Well, with all uh, due respect to you, Eric, I'm not going to take your word for it. It's Cassie's word I take as gospel when it comes to uh, maybe I'll show. Yeah. Maybe that can be our movie tonight, and we can watch. You you can judge Halloween. This, what is our movie tonight? It's supposed to be Scars of Dracula. That's mm-hmm. a dope but name. I, I only have it on VHS, and I don't want to. I want to watch a movie in bed, not in the living room. I am kind of tired. There you go. So, you guys can watch Nosferatu and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> How long is that one? It's like an hour and 48 minutes around there. Oh, that seems long for a movie from that time. Well, you would think so, but then you got like Birth of a Nation. It's like four hours long. and No, the movies yeah, were long, and yeah, silent movies true. could be like eight hours long, depending on you know what it is with serials and such. But. I was going to say, isn't there usually like an intermission that, in those older movies? Never enough. Th- that was more of like a 50s and 60s epic, had the intermissions. God mm. bless. Uh, in fact, I saw Ben-Hur in theaters last year before the great, you know, the great cr- crisis. And uh, I love inter- intermissions. So what do we got going on here? Well, we saw 2001. I think it had an intermission. It, did. it very much but, did. Um, yeah, so we got we got Lex and Brian here. Like I said, this is this is kind of what people point to as like Lex's uh, body guy. You you hear that term thrown around in wrestling where they say like body guy or like technician. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean by that? Like I have a, an like, idea. Uh, like like Lex Luger's just like he has the look, but he's like not the most technically sound. He's not the best wrestler. He's no Rey Mysterio. You know, okay. something like that. Okay. You know, I would say even like Hulk Hogan's like a body guy. Yeah. You know. Hey. His move set is just like elbow drops and leg drops. Big boot. Big boots, yeah. Which he, is important. Okay. You know, we need those types of wrestlers. So now I'm seeing that Lex is rocking some bangs, looking like a blonde Lord Farquaad. <laughs> kind of is. <laughs> I'm into that. Very good. But what is, that's not a mullet, though. No, not a mullet, just some bangs. Yeah, he kind of he's kind of rocking the oh. hair like oh Brian taking him down there. Yeah, it's not often um, you see the curly he, the curl with the uh, mole. That's why I'm like so blown away by it. I I feel I feel seen. Yeah, I mean I that's kind of how Cassie's hair is. Yeah, into it. Oh man, do you think his hair is naturally that curly? Uh, well, it is the '80s. He might have a perm. Mm. It looks cool either way. It looks really nice. I like the curly mullet. I had a little bit of a mullet during quarantine, and I might go back. Do you remember those, like, old comics growing up? Um, it's called, like, Prince Valiant. Goofy and Gallant? I... From from uh, that one little kid's magazine? No, it was in, like, the newspaper. No. Oh, the funnies? The funnies. Yeah, <laughs> and it was, like, a serious, like, sword and sorcery comic in the back. Oh, I remember that. And uh, that's kind of what Lex Luger looks like. Wow, I, apparently I missed out on some good comics. I was more of, like, the pearls before a swine guy, you know, Foxtrot. Obviously, yeah, it was, Calvin it was back in there. It was it was in the same page. Although Kelvin and House ended it was just when I was at the bottom. Years old, so well four really, so it's unfortunate. But yeah, also Lex Luger kind of has given me like Bruce Dickinson vibes from like Iron Maiden. Okay, so. it's almost like like a halfway to Brian May, you know. Brian May's got the kind kind of, of uh, yeah curly hair, kind of poof, you know. Hey, did you guys uh, do anything with the, did, did NXT have some sort of uh, Halloween special? Oh yes. What's up with that? So Halloween Havoc was last night. Yeah, um, maybe we can watch that tonight too. Yeah, let's That'd watch be fun. That. Um, yeah, I didn't. We didn't watch it live, but because um, and honestly, I didn't um, watch any of it because I didn't want any spoilers. Uh. So I don't know what happened. I know that they did the um, kind of a play on the the famous spin the wheel, make the deal mm. with uh, Cactus Jack and Vader. Okay. So I think they did that, like, uh, where they spin this big wheel, and whatever it lands on, like, that's what match you have to do. Huh. Like, it could be, like, a death match. It could be, like, a, ch- a chain match or a Hell in the Cell match. Although, I don't know how they would do a Hell in the Cell match without, like, telegraphing it beforehand, because they'd have a Hell in the Cell above it. I'm surprised they like, have a Hell like in the Cell, given uh, COVID and everything, you know? Who knows? That's true. Hell in a Cell is happening, like, in November, though. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, wrestling re- wrestling hasn't been canceled for COVID at all. No. Not really sure if that's a good or no. bad thing. Well, they're all together anyway. It's kind of like the NBA. I think it's like a bubble situation. Which apparently yeah. is working very well, so... Um, I mean, it's done. It worked. true. Yeah, there you go. It did very well. <laughs> the Lakers won. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm so focused on all my TV So here's shows, Steve's favorite hold. This is a wrist lock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know Steve's a big fan of yeah, those. I love the moves that don't move at all. Love those. I love a move I can do. And, you know, I did to my brother and you know, when we were five years old. That's great. Lex Luger looks like 
he can't like touch his hands behind his back. You know what I mean? Because like his shoulders are too big. Yeah, like his like what's on the side of your. It's like your lats. Yeah, your lats. He reminds me. Do you remember the episode of SpongeBob where he gets the big, uh, the big muscle anchor, anchor arms? arms? That's what kind of reminds <laughs> me of. Yeah. And for the ladies, exactly. Harry. <laughs> exactly. That's what kind of reminds me of. Yeah. But yeah, so this is a. I mean, this is important because these are two kind of stars of the '90s. Um, you know, Lex would go on to be a huge star. In both WWF, but mainly WCW. And Brian Pillman would go on to be like like a harbinger of the Attitude Era. Wow. All all I'm going to say is this. Yeah, you like that word? (laughs) You good? God, my earphone keeps popping up. Technical difficulties. Look at those glutes, guys. I'm telling you. Those glutes are... uh... I mean, yeah, I think we've talked about this, Steve. Are you a fan of the short tights? I, I, like I just, I, I wouldn't mind trying them, you know. Although I don't have glutes like these boys do, they're about to burst out of that thing. Cassie, what do you think about short tights versus long tights? Um, I think they're probably the most functional because, you know, you're pretty free. Oh, they gotta be so free! Are you kidding me? I feel like if I yeah. was wearing something like that, I could do anything, you know. Or at least have the yeah. freedom. To, like, I could do that. That big jump over the dude's head. Yeah. I, I, I'm in, I, I need, to, be, I need to go to Google. I need to find me one of these pairs now. So, Brian Pillman, as you're seeing, like, he's he's what I would say is more of a technician. High-flying. Yeah, he's, he's really putting in some yeah. work here. So, it sounds like I'm more um, of a technician guy myself. Not a shock. Yeah. Not a shock. <laughs> Maybe a technician fan. Okay. You don't think you could be a high flyer, Steve? I mean, I need to lose some weight or at least tone up, you know. But, I mean, I would like to do it, obviously, you know. Like, I wouldn't mind jumping off, the, you know. I, jumping up the top row? Yeah, I would like to at least try it. Flying headbutt? That's right. Did you lo- Did you like jumping on trampolines I as a did, kid? very much. I do like roller – I love Me roller too. coasters. Is that is there anything there to work with or is that just like a – Sure. I like roller coasters. The high flying is calling to you. All right, well, i got to answer the call. Fine, I'll I'll don this attire and I'll get in the ring. Fair enough. Now, what do we got? You could wear a mask too. And uh, I mean, we're already used to it, so I might as well just do like a. Oh, Brian Pillman put his cheerleaders in the crowd. They are really cute too. They're like wearing <laughs> little t-shirts and skirts. They're into it. The pom poms are massive. <laughs> this is the '80s, and I forgot that. Like, I don't think like competitive cheer is a thing yet. I think. So this, they're just like sideline cheerleaders. I feel like palms have this shrunk, like over, a, shrunk over time, right? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> this is like a simpler time when like like real American heroes were just like varsity athletes. Yeah. Jocks. <laughs> Remember the Titans or some shit. Yeah, like a jock was like yeah, like you know, like a like a football quarterback could like make a town see past its differences. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ending of the Simpsons. <clears throat> These guys are glistening, by the way. It's really mostly Lex. He is yeah. really sweating. Yeah. But I think Brian Pillman's doing more of the work. He has been <laughs> literally running circles around Oh, Lex. Brian Pillman's got him down. Literally. Okay, Lex is up. Yeah, there's a lot of pinning going on, I'm noticing. Which I guess is kind of the whole point yeah. of wrestling. Yeah, I get that. But like Near falls. Yeah. yeah. I feel like maybe Lex doesn't do as much cardio as Brian does. Yeah, I feel like that's a good, yeah. Same. Like what's happening right here is what what they kind of call like a rest hold. 
which is like, let's just do this arm lock so we can get to catch our breath. Huh. They're not very subtle about it, are they? I mean, hey, what does it matter? Uh, I mean, once you know it's not that subtle, yeah, you're right. Look at this guy. Oh, oh we got some pissed oh, my. off That was mad. Big mad. Lex loser. Ooh. Oh, Lex Ooh. loser. Oh, okay. One. Brutal. So we're seeing some early signs here. Like, I would say signs really weren't a big wrestling staple until, like, the 90s. It's actually a big... That's a, so, that's a shock to me. I'm surprised to hear that. Huh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why it is. Uh, I d- Flying Brian. What, what, what's going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> that mic is on in there. Uh, my headphone keeps like literally popping out of my fucking head. Oh, Brian just off the middle rope there. Got none of it. Yeah, that was a botched job. I mean, I, I liked it. that was a yeah. high flying move for your boy here, but uh, it was a botched job. So. Not good at all. So, yeah, Lex, I, like I said, I think Lex is the United States champion. We're going to call it that. Ooh. Oh, big throw Ooh, by Lex there. I like that move. What Lex the hell there. was that move? Kind of like a pop-up. It was like a fake uh, out. But he didn't do it. Like, into that. Sometimes, like, you'll see people do, like, a pop-up like that, and then they'll do, like, the Randy Orton neck breaker. But Lex just kind of let him fall. Okay, well, you boys into oh, the that. the old neck on the rope. Yeah, that's definitely. I'm. Mean, I'm glad Cassie confirmed it. But that's definitely not a mullet. Now that the curls, mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I'm loving the idea of a, of a mullet with the curls. I really don't think you see that often. Not often enough, anyway. I, I think it might be my favorite mullet so far. Really? Yeah. I'm really hoping we can bring those it's, back in the 2020s. It's top the Bobby Eaton length. I see a lot of girls having mullets these days, and I think mm-hmm. it's really cute. You kind of had a mullet for a second. Yeah, I said that, yeah. Oh, by the way, a word of warning for both of you. Next, uh, in two weeks from now, from today, I get my PS5. So that's going to be a new member of the of the show. Ooh. That's gonna, I'm, wow, I'm going to have okay. it sitting right here next to me the entire time, every time. So so are you saying we're going to have to record, like, like two months worth of shows in advance? Because you're not going to be able to be bothered? Oh, uh, yes. That's correct. That's exactly what I'm saying. So think of some, think right, of some so ideas. So we have to do a show a day for like the next couple weeks yeah. so that we can just build up some content. I don't make the rules. I just, uh, you know, two weeks from today. I've only been with. Does it come with any games? Uh, well, there's technically a game that comes with it installed on it. That's kind of like a five-hour game to showcase the, the new controller and all the goodies that the controller does. But I'm very excited. Very cute-looking Ooh. game. So, What game are you looking forward to uh, upon well, release? Well, the biggest game, two games I'm looking forward to are not even like next-gen games. They're just current-gen games that come out on the same day as the PS5. The new Assassin's Creed okay. and then uh, Cyberpunk. Which actually just got delayed oh, okay. in December 10th, so never mind. Well, that's a real bummer for you guys. No, it's actually great, because now I can have more time with the new Assassin's Creed. So, Oh my goodness, oh, so what okay. is happening here? Enough of the PS5. Whoa! So that was kind of like a, like a, I forget what they call that. It's kind of like a pile driver. But I was gonna say it's like what Goldberg did. Yeah, that's that, to me that was uh, definitely like a, a pile over. driver. I don't know. It was like some like modified pile driver, you know. I'm sorry, not a pile driver. It was like a suplex, but it's like it's like a jackhammer. He kicks out at two and a half. Yeah, two and a half from Brian Pillman there. Oh, big elbow. Who's this guy? I think he is Hulkster. <laughs> His what hair is isn't blonde enough for that. Although he's got the Shopping body. these bows. Hogan's always had Oh, Brian Pillman with an ab punch. 
with another ab punch. I'm surprised that's even hurting him with those abs. I'm surprised it's not breaking another his Another ab punch. Damn, okay. <laughs> oh, Brian, he's oh. flying through the ropes. True to the name. Out of the ring. True to the name. For any, like, ECW super fans, too, um, I be- the guy that they showed earlier who was in that Hawaiian shirt yelling, I'm curious if that is, like, the famous Hawaiian shirt guy from uh, ECW. Um, it's making sure. I could cool. be wrong. It kind of looked like him, but anyways. That's lost on If you're me. watching along, very lost you might have thought that with me. So. Does Lex Luger shave his whole body? Yeah, or he probably has uh, you know, Sting do it for him. <laughs> Is that right? Interesting. <laughs> there are buddies. Oh, okay. All right, one, two. Okay, two and a half on Luger there. I feel like we're near in the end. Oh, and Luger's over oh, the top rope. He threw him damn, his damn self in there. Jesus Christ. That was so Juked around him. Truck stick. <laughs> but yeah, Sting and Luger are, are good buddies. Still? Um, or like I believe they time? still... What was that? Like still buddies or like at that time? Yes, okay. at the time and still. BFFs? I, I believe they own a gym together. Now, that is not true. To this me. day. I've been to that. I like that. I like when, when boys go into business together, you know? It was in Atlanta. You you weren't a member there, Steve? I don't think so. I was a Planet Fitness guy when I could afford it. Okay. <laughs> then I lost all my money. I love P-Fit. Yeah. Yeah, so like WCW in the, ba- in the day was uh, based out of Atlanta. Huh. This camera guy right here. Making out. Yeah, he's right up in there. Kissing. The camera guy's mouth is just like gaping. <laughs> he's just—he's gonna he's get some of that bloody sweat in it. He's like—he's like the glistening really is great with the light. Okay, here's Flying Brian. <laughs> there he is. Top rope, Flying Brian. And here oh. he goes. Oh, whoa! Wow. Roll up. Wow. Oh, oh and kicks out again. That would have been a nice final move for Luger. I would have liked to have seen that as the final big move. chops. Big chops. So now, oh, okay. I, 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 Ooh, can't, even, the I can't even commentate fast enough because there's just so much going on right now. He did a 360 spin, like, not a kick, but, like, he just hit him with a spinning body in the, the air. The ultimate weapon, for sure. <laughs> I wonder how. All right, so he popped him up again. Brian Pillman, he's looking to do something over that top rope. Top, top rope. He goes up. Goes for the dive. Connects. Flying, uh, kind of like a jumping, flying over clothesline. Sure the name. That looks like so much fun. It does, especially if you can just like, especially if you can just like put your whole. No, Luger got his way. foot in the rope. I know. I really want to jump on those ropes. <laughs> Neck breaker from Pillman. Casting to the ring. He's going now. for the top rope again. <laughs> Throw me in the ring. <laughs> He's a man after your heart, Steve. It's true. High flying action here. This. Oh. I think the, those men's, those men have arms. That are like probably the size of my thigh. <laughs> this guy's got oh, no, sure. no, no, maybe even this a guy's got bigger. no, uh, no, like, and I'm not that thin, okay. Oh, Luger, what is I oh. missed out on an ASMR opportunity? Oh, I heard it in my that's all <laughs> so it's another, <laughs> another neck to the rope yeah, there. Yeah, look at the neck to the, that's it, and that's it. Wow. He got it, oh, he geez. squeaked away with it. He just grabbed that belt out of that. Like, give me that belt, damn it. Check out these guys Jeez. in the background. They look like, uh, well, 80s, I guess. But <laughs> Lex Luger. I know they have, like, jerseys on. I haven't said it before. Yeah, so Lex like Luger's I said, uh, with the ECW super fans, th- this was shot in Philadelphia. So this is, this. there could be some ECW, uh, you know, 
mainstays here. I was supposed to go to Philadelphia this year. Oh. Yeah. We were going to try and go to Boston. Yeah. Oh, I've been to Boston, funny enough. I, I, I took a solo trip there a couple of years ago. Just by myself. That was I awesome. low-key kind of took a solo trip after I went with my brother, and my flight got delayed, yeah. and um, I had to stay an extra day. Yeah. That was right before our – was that right before our um, Dolly trip? Maybe, yeah. The Dollywood trip. So, anyways, we're here with the Road Warriors. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, we got – Hawk here on the left, and we got Animal R.I.P. on the right. I guess it's actually <laughs> R.I.P. to both of them. He's got a reverse mohawk. Are they? Are, yeah. wait, are they oh, both he dead? He shaved it right down the middle. Yeah, an- remember Animal just passed oh, away. Oh, that's right. The other man and dead? Hawk has passed away in the early two thousands. Oh. God damn it, man! Yeah, like you could take Animal's hair on the right. And just put it right on top of t- Hawk's that head. could fit together like a puzzle like, Together they have one full head of hair. From the front, Animal just looks like he's balding. Oh, be nice. No, well, that's, no you're thinking of Hawk. Silly haircut. You're thinking of Hawk. No. The one on the left? Yeah. That's Hawk. That's, that's Hawk. Oh, I'm sorry. Animals has the yellow face paint. It's okay, okay. Cassie. So usually I have to wait until Eric mentions the name before I, in my head, I'm like, okay, that's, that's good to know. That's good to know. That's who that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so oh. this is this is my favorite mullet. Okay, get ready. Get ready, Cassie. Yeah, Cassie, keep it. your eyes So open. we have Sid Vicious here, and then we have Dan Spivey. And Dan Spivey has always been a favorite mullet of mine. Wow. It's like a... Wow, okay. <laughs> like, it's not here. my favorite, but it's like the most mullet. Like, it's the mulletist, right? It's... It's... Yeah. Uh, it's jarring that's a good word for it so he's got completely shaved sides and they're grown they grow they've grown back a little bit so they're brown yeah and then he has a bleach blonde like flat top that goes down into the mullet um it's like very it gives an air of aggression it reminds me almost of like if Stone Cold had a mullet. You know what? His face kind of yeah. looks like Stone Cold too. You know me. what? I'll, bit, I'll yeah. say it. It's got some Joe Exotic vibes to it. That, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very All he astute. needs is like a dangling eyebrow piercing. Mm-hmm. That's that's the first thing I thought about. I thought, wow, I guess he looks like I, I fucking Joe Exotic. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Is Joe getting out of jail? I have no Who idea. Knows. But apparently Ghost Hunter or Ghost Adventures are inter- uh, investigating his uh, zoo. I'm very excited for Ghost. that. They're going to so, talk to some gator ghosts. Yeah. That. I think that's happening live like tonight or tomorrow. That's honestly why we wanted to upgrade our Hulu yeah. so that we could watch live Ghost Adventures. Just the free Joe Exotic Ghost Adventures. Oh, I'm no. Zag Beacons. No, that's a crossover I can get behind. What are they showing him? Just, um, so we have the Road Warriors coming out here. Are they? Um, they used to come out to Iron Man. Are they Road Warriors yeah, like uh, like Mad Max Road Warrior that kind of thing? Yeah, that's the inspiration. I wonder if they watched Fury Road. If they're both alive, I don't. I, that's now uh, never guaranteed. Well, Hawk passed away in like oh, right. 2002. Oh, that's right. So there's a good close up of Dan Spivey. Wow, uh, really check that mullet Bullets out. Are just... And you know, animals got some. Oh. oh. 
That's that's romantic. Kiss, kiss, how do you? Kiss. Oh, and there's a good shot of the back of Spidey's. How do you not kiss at that point? The intrusive thoughts alone would be overpowering me. You might as well. I, right? you're, if you're that close, you might as well. It's sunk cost fallacy. The intrusive thoughts would be hammering me to just go for, go for the kiss. <laughs> I could not do it. It'd be guaranteed. <laughs> God. So this is like '80s wrestling to a T. Okay. These guys are all fucking massive. Sid is huge. I like Sid, though. He's a massive yeah, he's okay. boy. I like Teddy Long over there. I feel like Sid and what's the other guy's name? Dan Spivey. Dan. They just look like straight off the farm corn fed. <laughs> I mean, farm oh, table. Now, what is this? He's got the Road Warrior Hawk okay. uh, mask. That was kind of cool. That was cool. But yeah, they're, the 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 skyscrapers are a name such because uh, I mean they're both almost seven footers. Yeah, they're yeah, huge. I think their name being skyscrapers is self-explanatory. Just All yeah. four of boys. these guys are really big. Yeah, and road warriors. I mean, you, you talk to a lot of people, like a lot of kids who grew up in this time, even just adult fans. I mean, they're like one of the most beloved tag teams of all time. Well, I could see why they're pretty over the top, fun, spikes. Yeah. And they Weather. hit hard. Yeah. I mean, they seem tough, but get Cassie in their ring, and we'll see, we'll go toe to toe, and we'll see what's yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> let's scrap it out. <laughs> Square up. We'll do a real fight, a Vestberg Middle School hallway fight. <laughs> Pay per view, four hundred dollars to view. It's that exclusive. I'll grab that mullet. <laughs> you swing him like so, but Cassie. <laughs> I mean, you you're a big you're a big Stone Cold fan. I love him. Do you see this? Do you see what I mean when I there's something in Dan Spivey's face? They both have very, like, pointed features. Yeah. Like, they have a very, almost, like, intense face. Like, it's just, like, cheekbones. Like, like, like a very straight, pointed nose. Not yes. in a bad way. I'm not saying any of this in a bad way. But, yeah, they have very similar features. A strong brow. I mean, there was a time when I was, like, a kid, and I, I saw a Skyscrapers match, and I thought it was Stone Cold at first. He's a little bit, um, he's a little less jacked than Stone Cold, but. Yeah, I know, I know, and he's way taller. But I'm just saying, as a kid, I didn't know any better. That's okay. Lord's all kids are a little bit dumb. Yeah. yeah. Especially wrestling fan kids. <laughs> Sorry, all you wrestling fan kids. I'm sure, I'm sure oh, they're, I'm sure they're very aware of that already. They're like, oh, we know. If you're going to be a wrestler for Halloween, send us some pics. That's Ooh, very true. That's a good idea. That reminds me, I should send, I was going to send my uh, picture when I was Hulk Hogan to the oh. Joe Bob costume contest. Oh, you should have. So maybe I'll make sure to do that tonight. Missed opportunity. I'll post it on the Instagram It was really page. good. He dedicated himself and grew his hair out for a really long time. Yeah, I had a mullet. Oh my God, paradise. And then I, well, I didn't shave it, but I put a bit the bandana on, so it looked like I had the Hogan hair in the back. I'm, yeah. a, little, I'm a little offended you didn't grow it back for this podcast, but yeah. I, know. I know. I'm a buzz boy now. I same, buddy. You look good with a buzz cut. Thank you. But especially one done by yours truly. Yeah, Cassie. Yeah, Cassie's my I was gonna, I was gonna have you buzz mine, <laughs> but I was like, I was in that mood where I was like, I have to get this done now, where it's not gonna happen. So I went to the I salon. I was like, you just buzz it all off, and they were like, sure. And here we are. Was it a man or? A it was woman a it was a it? woman, and I had full trust in her. She was the artist, and I was I'm happy I did it. 
You were the canvas. I was the canvas, exactly. Now, Cassie, if you if you Did were in there, if you yeah. were in there in the ring, what you could do is grab the mullet, spin it around like Mario with Bowser, throw him off the ring, yeah. have one of the audience members blow up or something. That's yep. pay per view. I would spin him around my head like helicopter, exactly. as two chains would say. There you go. Now, now, Sid here does not have a perm. That is true curly yeah, hair. That's curly hair for sure. Oh, yeah. And that's not really a mullet. Oh, he's down. It looks like he's trying to grow a mullet. Well, he would kind of get a mullet in WWF. Yeah, because I remember he has like a really short mullet, yeah. but still a mullet. What's with the huge Nice key? try. <laughs> there are uh, there men in so we have, Yeah, that's a huge we, key. We have 80s Teddy Long here, too. And he is... Uh, something else. Wearing something fierce. He, he, he looks like... Looks like... Go ahead, Cassie. Like you go first, and then I'm going to say mine. He's got that extreme shoulder pad in. That looks yeah. nice. That's power. With the leather beret and some hammer yeah. pants. And that pencil mustache. Oh, I was going to say he looks like a, like a uh, like um like an elevator attendant on a Titanic. You see how they have those kind of like <laughs> in hats? Space. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone's got Titanic on their mind. I think they want to kiss because they're they Hawk keep <laughs> yeah they keep all I'm giving, saying is like that, giving each other an embrace. If that was me, there would be no no way that I wouldn't get at least one smooch in. You know, I know. Look, their <laughs> fingers are locked. One little nibble, it's like they're, they're dancing. One little nibble to say, "Hey, I'm here for you." You know, or like if Hawk just nibbled on his ear. Oh. <laughs> Would that get them in Sid trouble? Is like Hulk it up, though. It's like Hulkamania, but Sidamania, you know. Damn. Sid is, he is, but he is he's a monster. He's making Luger look small. I remember being like low key, kind of scared of Sid Vicious as like a young person. Yeah. Seeing him and being like, ooh, he's kind of scary. <laughs> no, he is definitely scary. Like he doesn't even have like a costume or like a gimmick really, but I, he just like struck me as terrifying his gimmick is that he's i mean his gimmick is that he's kind of crazy yeah yeah he's a monster man if i stood next to him so back in the day in 2014 i used to work at the uh the weston airport attached to the detroit airport you know the weston hotel and uh multiple Mm -hmm. times a year the detroit whoever's uh, playing football against the lions would stay there the night before so i once got into an elevator it was me and about six of the i think florida panthers and I've never, I've never felt smaller in my entire life. I could not believe it. I was like, you guys could destroy me. Yeah, it was, it was fun. They could. I wish they did. Actually, I wish they would, they would have beat the shit out of me right in that elevator. The door opens and I just slink out of it. <laughs> It'd be pretty funny. Would have been so cool to be, be had the shit beat out of me by the Florida Panthers. Maybe next time. It was the oh no, it was the Florida Gators. It was the Gators. And then those are college athletes, though. I think so. And then it was somebody else who was like an actual NFL. It was twice where I was like around these big boys, and I thought, "Damn, these dudes are huge." Also, I I met Jesse Eisenberg there too. He was there, and he was oh. at some Ford party for a Ford event. I don't know why. He was huh. awkward. Okay, he was Strange. awkward. Big shock. Yeah, <laughs> he always. I used to get him and Michael Sarah mixed up all yeah. the time. So I don't know if you guys just saw that Sid Vicious helicopter. Yeah, I thought about Cassie throwing him around. I was like, it's actually happening. Just wait till I get in there. Yeah, these guys wish. Um, Look at that. Sorry to interrupt your Jesse Eisenberg story, but I I thought I should call out that Cole move. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. I I 
I got nervous. I was like, ooh, I'm going to ask for, an, for a picture, and I did. He's like, no pictures. And I was like, okay, yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> you know. Oh, my gosh. I feel like that's... Well, I feel like that's rude. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's a little rude. I mean, I get if people don't aren't in the mood for taking a picture, but if you're stuck in an elevator with Oh, him, no, I wasn't yeah. in an elevator with him. He was, like, just chilling by. It was weird. It was, like, a party for a Ford event, but he was, like, kind of by himself, like, out in the main area, like, in the lobby. Just, <laughs> was like, he invited? I don't even know. I think he was kind of skulking <laughs> around, you know? Uh, but he was just there. I still don't know why he was there, but I don't know. God. I don't think I've ever met anyone famous. I mean, I worked in the industry, so like um, I shot an episode of a haunted yeah. house oh. show at T Pain's house, which was crazy. Uh, Did I not tell you about that ever? No. Oh yeah, I saw it. Okay, we need a whole episode dedicated to this T Pain haunted yeah. house. You know what's That's... crazy? T Pain is only like thirty four. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, he which was is a hit so weird. He was a hit I... maker, prodigy. I, yeah, I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, I was. Um, and... It was it's the show called The Haunting of, where like a celebrity medium goes to like celebrities' houses, and you know, and it was at T Pain's house, and I had no idea I was gonna do it until the day of, and I was at T Pain's house so all weird. day. To this day, ugliest cat I've ever seen in my entire life. T Pain's cat, oh. ugliest cat. It would just kind of oh like gosh. it would just kind of like skulk around in the background against the wall, kind of just like prancing around. It was very very I ugly. I didn't know he liked kitties. Maybe that was what was haunting the house. I think the cat was probably the haunted, yeah, the ghoul. The that cat. could have been a demon cat. It was the most ghoulish cat I've ever seen. <laughs> I just heard a T-Pain song today on the radio. Is it Best Love I Song? It. The be- his best song? No, that song I rocks, though. I love that song. Oh, the best. It was, um, I'm in love with this stripper. Oh, yeah, classic. Whoa. Great song. Yeah, I bought Isn't that Justin Timberlake's song? That's why we don't talk about music on the podcast. You don't know. (laughs) You know nothing about it. About halfway through the day of shooting, he decided that he wanted his wife to be a part of it, and that wasn't in the contract, so they had to stop production for like three hours while they figured that out, and T-Pain was not having it. Well, I feel like if there's a medium involved, then she's like, we need your wife. Well, T-Pain, if you're listening to this, I know he streams on Twitch a lot now. If you're listening to this... I, I'll never forget. He's a gamer. He's a, well. He is a yeah. gamer because I came, I went by his his, uh, his uh, bedroom once and I saw him playing Call of Duty, and I was like, "Go off, King." There you go. He's just like ignoring <laughs> him everybody. Him and just Call of Duty. While I guess Soldier Boy streams a lot now. Yeah, I put some makeup on I him. Just, I was just talking the other day that I I believe Soldier Boy to be like the first like quote unquote SoundCloud rapper, like internet rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Love him. Also, the next day, I shot at Travis Tritt's house. The uh, the now I, th- I think he's like, in hot water now because he's like a big Trump guy. But uh, I was yeah. at his house the next day for the same reason. So that one wasn't as memorable. That reminds me, everyone, please go vote. Yeah, thank you. I voted finally. Now we've got our our hashtag ad out of the way. I was filling out one of because my plan was to vote in person, but I was filling out an absentee ballot just for funsies. I had it. And I was like, this is actually taking me a little longer than I expected. And then I thought, that imagine this, but with, like, many, many, many people in a polling station that's probably going to be COVID. So, like, they're going to have a few people at a time only. Yeah. That could be a long mm-hmm. wait. And I was like, no, I'm just going to drop it off at the Dropbox, and so, which is right down the street from me. So, I guess next time we record, there's a chance we'll... Probably not. We'll know who the new president Probably is. Probably not. It, it'll it'll I mean, be a big delay. We'll, we'll have an idea of how it's trending. Yeah, we're not well, going to know until a like... a certain someone 
if a certain someone doesn't win, he's going to want a recount because he's a big, fat, yeah. stupid baby. Well, it, it, Next time we record, there'll be some drama, though. I guarantee you. Well, yeah. There will be some sort of voting drama. It's going to be a goddamn nightmare because, A, it's going to take a long time because of all the different ways of voting, you know? And then so, a certain somebody is probably going to be fighting it every step of the way. <laughs> and a certain, Kicking and screaming. A certain somebody is probably never, ever going to accept the results as they hopefully are. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of be a nightmare, but I won't care because I'll be playing PS5. So who gives a shit? Yeah, and, and dear <laughs> listener, you know we are a, we're an escape from that. We're not going to be talking about that anyways. No, well, the PS5. No, I'll be talking say, about the PS5. Think about when you're voting. Think about all the people that really need help and who will actually help them instead of just talking about helping them and not doing anything about it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we're not exactly. Uh, we're kind of uh, in, we're all kind of on the same team here, but and also think about your planet because some people might want to have kids someday, and those kids don't deserve to live in a burning hell. And uh, so. might I add to that? Think about think about women's bodies and the choices they are Please. are having, and how they could lose those choices. So, hey, there goes the key. I really enjoy yeah, speaking having of, reproductive of people's rights. bodies getting hurt. Oh yes, uh, Sid <laughs> okay. and Spivey nice tie. I don't get the key, getting hit with their own key. key. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. Wow. What is that, Dan? Um, no, that was T- Teddy Long's like uh, gimmick key. I don't know why he had that. Oh, oh, uh, we missed it. But he he oh. gave that to Dan Spivey. Okay. The ref is getting, and it fell into the wrong hands. Clearly. And they got disqualified, so uh, the the Road Warriors technically won, even though they were uh, Who's that man opponents were just. That's Paul Ellering. He's the Road Warriors manager. Oh, okay. I I know the answer to this question. Got a replay here. I know the answer to this Let's question see. before I ask it, but have they ever like had like an all referee wrestling event? They should if they haven't. Ooh. I don't know if they actually have, Steve. That's a. It's an interesting idea. It needs to happen. I'm, I know you love a ref bump. I do. I love when the refs get involved, especially if they get their ass pummeled. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I will say, though, you know, that match, oh. fun. while it was fun, we did not get the famous Road Warriors Doomsday device, which is their uh, finishing move. Oh, that's okay. fun. Yeah. We've got, oh, God. Okay, we got Sting here. I'm liking this. Oh. This is good. We got Nature Boy Ric Flair. <laughs> we got that oh. no-name announcer that Chris from Cruz. last week. Chris <laughs> Cruz, thank you. That's right. And we have Ole Anderson, who is in storyline related to Ric Flair. Um, they're cousins, I believe. Um, Look at Ric and Flair he's back saying, there open mouth. Yeah. Ole Anderson saying, I got this towel tied so tight tight around my arm like i'm never gonna throw this towel in and now rick flair's having some coke fueled yelling promo i think that's just normal for him though yeah oh well yeah that's true oh also sting looks so young he does yeah sting's young looks like a child minus Uh, sting might have a rat tail oh he definitely does i like i like neon sting he's he's cute over over the uh crow mask sting Crow, crow I, paint sting. I do love goth sting. Yeah. Goth sting. I like all sting. You're a sting head. I love the singer sting. Love them all. <laughs> oh, also, Cassie, I worked with Alton Brown on a uh, show. I'm not sure if I told you about that either. Stop. No kidding. Uh, yeah. He, he, there was. My mom. Yeah. 
he's a good him. guy. Likes to hear himself talk. He seems a like a good guy. guy. Yeah, he's. Uh... I watched his Hot Wings. Oh yeah, his Hot yeah, Wings yeah, yeah. interview. He does like to talk. He's kind of a know-it-all, but very nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's a great guy. He just really likes to hear himself, which is fine. He's got a lot of interesting things to say. So, but sure. uh, yeah, he did a live show. And uh, in between all the events, he had like, a big puppet video with puppets, and I worked on those with him. It was a, it was a crew of like six of us. It was like his usual crew and me. I don't know how that happened. Oh, it was fun. That's though. so fun. I love puppets. Yeah, it was fun. He brought lie. his friend, best friend, puppeteer, who would do all the puppets, and it was a lot of fun. Actually, I had a good time. That's cute. And then I got free tickets oh, to the show after that. So Bruno Sammartino. So he looks like a like a cartoon character. He yeah. looks like so a, we have living legend Bruno Sammartino in the like, ring. He looks like the villain from Popeye. Is his name Bruno? Yeah, Bruno. Yeah, Pluto. Pluto. Oh, oh, from Popeye. Yeah, yeah. Olive oil. No, but this is <laughs> Bruno Sammartino, the longest standing uh, WWF champion. Ever. Yeah, because he was like a si- late know. 60s, early 70s wrestler. I yeah. know that from you. He held the title for like 10 years. Wow. wow. What's up? And here we have Muda <laughs> with Gary Hart. Ah, uh, Muda. Um, here's our boy. Blade Jobber uh, alumni, number one. <laughs> a, le- a, a, you know, a, uh, a, a legend, a Blade Job legend. I mean. A legend, yeah. yeah. Gary Hart. A Blade Hart Job graduate. The great Muda. That's right. Produced by. <laughs> look at this posse. It is weird. We've got the the backwards walking. Yeah, so nobody bouncer. can come and attack him from behind. <laughs> Secret Service makes sense. Well, yeah, he's protecting. So Gary Hart's him from a big. Uh, that's the thing. They're like looking around, looking yeah. for that's Cassie. right. Yeah, shit. He's gonna need more than one 1920s gangster looking guy. That guy better have a Tommy gun yeah. on him because he needs it. But let's just say that <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be it's still pointless. He's got like a white tie on and everything. <laughs> So Gary Hart is like a true like seventies manager, seventies eighties. So he's killed. I mean, people. he he was a yeah. He's like old school. He was managing oh. people like the original Sheik. All right, we've um, got Uncle Funk. Right off the bat, I need yep, those. And here pants. comes here Terry comes Terry. Goddamn Funk, the man. Oh, he looks great with the chaps oh, on. Yeah. Oh, look at this! People throwing full beers at him. Is he a heel? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> really? He's fighting Sting. I love him. Anybody fighting Sting's oh, a heel. A I feel like he's fighting everybody backup. right now. I mean, he's just kind of... I guess that's why he's a heel. That's why he's getting shit thrown at him. Are we not going to talk about Terry Funk's um, album? No, not tonight. Oh, boy. <laughs> we'll have a special I mean, episode for that. We've, we've talked about it on the other episodes. I think actually on the last the Terry Funk episode, yeah, we played a song of his. You made me listen to multiple songs. Yeah, it's it's nice. But yeah, go look up Terry Funk's album he did in Japan. It's very heartfelt. Um, it's a lot of covers. <laughs> some co- comedy songs. I have a question, though. If if Cassie was in the ring, would she be a heel? Yeah. For, okay, right off the bat? All right. For All sure. Right, I'm into that. I want to be... I want to... You want to be, like, woman. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Only... only yeah, she was... I want to be, like... I want to be, like, Jacqueline. Only more... Having more yeah, full beers was, thrown at you for the free beer, of course. Like someone buys a fresh, someone buys a fresh Miller Lite and it tosses it right at you. You catch it obviously easily with no problem at all. Uh, then there you go. I catch it or absorb there it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> with no damage at all done, it shocks the entire arena. You get a free Netflix special. Can't catch me. Sting is cutting it up. He really is. <laughs> he <laughs> came out, <laughs> and he does have a little rat tail. Oh, it's not, it's not a little yeah, rat tail. I think that, that that is a rat. That's a tail, man. <laughs> 
I used to have rats. I know rat tails. I yeah. saw a rat the other day, and did you? I tried to I was catch him. Say, did That's you gross. Catch him for me? That was a wild rat. So what? I tried to catch him, but I really can't. I'm still not sure if it was a rat or a mouse. Mm. It was probably. A, I like rats. I'm it a was, rat if mouse. it was a mouse, it was a big mouse. But if it was a rat, it was a small rat. It was mm. a skyscraper mouse. <laughs> it the size was something. Of two it's a hybrid. Rats. All right, here comes the man himself. I don't, I think he is the champion here. He's like the world champion. Has he ever not been? Um, I mean, he just seems like his personality. I feel like his personality is that he thinks that he's always a champion. Damn. Yeah, I mean, that is, that is true. Uh, First of all, Um, he's really taking his sweet time. These pyrotechnics are primitive compared to pretty soon after, really. (laughs) There he is. Yeah, really. I mean, once the 90s hit. Oh, boy. Um... Yeah, the, the the whole stage like management and theatrics got way better. Yeah, this is pretty pathetic. I mean, not him, but this his uh, the whole presentation. You know. Also, I love the, that that robe. The only thing I like about Ric Flair is his robes. And it's the that's best the only part. thing you like. He just. Uh, okay, let me explain myself. I respect Ric Flair. I'm sure, he's done a lot for the sport. Um, but mm-hmm. as I said in the previous episode, my favorite wrestlers are the batshit crazy ones in the ring and the big sweeties outside of the ring. Oh. You know who's not a big sweetie? Ric Flair. He's not a very nice guy. But he's kind of batshit crazy in the ring. Right, but that's only half the story. Right. right. That's half of what you Oh, like. so it's only half of it. Mm-hmm. So you like Mick Foley's where they're batshit crazy Family and guy. sweethearts. I just yeah. saw Mick Foley like tweet Funk's. about voting today, actually. That's very good. He's so nice. Yeah. Okay, so we have all of the, you know, wrestlers in the ring. But there's still a big part of this match that is yet to come. (laughs) And that is the Thunderdome cage. So I'm assuming they're getting ready to lower it. Um, They're, you know, this is the 80s, so they're, they're... it's not like they just lower it and it's like all set up. They probably have to like, you know, bring it down and tighten some nuts up. But I I should have researched this a little more. But uh, you're at home. You're probably thinking Terry Funk and Muda is kind of a weird combo, and it is. <laughs> it is. Um, Fair enough. You know, I think it's just like they're both heels. Well, actually, you know, I, I take that back. I do know why. So Terry Funk was feuding with uh, Ric Flair. Obviously, we covered that match um, a couple months ago. And Sting was feuding with Muda. Oh. So Terry was after that world title. Sting was after that television title. So um, it's kind of like you're getting two feuds for the price of one here. Muda looks great. Yeah, it looks fantastic. His presentation yeah, is great got top that, and bottom. Yeah. He's got a little bit of a bullet happening. Yeah. I, Muda, Muda is, I think, really responsible for... Uh, he's one of the first really big Japanese stars in America. Oh, man. He's going, he's um, going fierce. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, he's crazy. He's going you crazy. can't even contain him, his rage. <laughs> That's I mean, just the warm-up. <laughs> it's only a taste he's high-flying. <laughs> Muda had a lot going on. Yeah. I mean, he was really like, you know... Um, oh. People hadn't seen stuff like that in the God. 80s. 
he does. Terry Funk looks like look old. Terry Funk to me looks like if he Ron Jeremy though. like went the good, good route through life and not the way that he went instead. <laughs> yeah. My God, look at that thing. So yeah, down. Terry Funk, he does have a recent social media presence. I, I go look it up. It's I think it's Dirty Funker. I, lo- I um, love I love that. It's run by like a grand grandkid, I think. I think so. And um, which is so sweet. Is sweet. Yeah, and the, they'll post like Q and A questions, and they'll post some videos sometimes. Oh, the video of him with the baby goat. Yeah, See, they also oh just post a God. lot of. He he made so a lot cute. of like just like random TV appearances <laughs> throughout so the day, days and stuff. And, I feel like that's, like, how you should be using Twitter. Like, I know Sam Neill is great on Twitter, you know. It's just, like, him, his yeah. life and his goats and such. Like, that's how Twitter should be used, not the way it's used right now by everybody else. Someone fun to follow on Twitter is Ken Jennings. Oh, I love him. He's so funny on Twitter. He's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> he's, like, the, the Jeopardy champion. Oh, he's he's okay, just okay. so self-aware of himself, which is so great. He's he's so, <laughs> and uh, who's the guy, uh, the, the other guy who won recently of shit done? He's really funny on, on Twitter as well. I already forgot his oh, name. I because Ken Jennings him. is more memorable, I guess. Yeah. yeah so Terry Funk is kind of testing out this the cage here. Um, if, if if we were if we were listening to Jim Ross, oh okay. So now we're seeing some classic oh, WCW. There's a fire. Oh my god! There's fire on the cage, man. And I want you guys just to watch to see how the fire gets put out here, because it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous. What that guy just slapping it? Well, so they're they're slapping it. The the fire's still going though. <laughs> um, Terry's going over there. Is that but on purpose? Just wa- watch, 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 watch here. I should be laughing because like, this could have gone in a very, very different. Oh, oh, God. oh. <laughs> fantastic! Muda goes and uses his green mist on the fire. Um, it incredible, <laughs> unbelievable. And no, that was not planned. Okay, that's what no. I thought. <laughs> that's what I was saying. This is classic WCW because well, maybe they put they shouldn't put burlap <laughs> on the electrified cage. Yeah. It's a hint of also, they claim, in the 80s. They claim that this was an electrified cage, but we just saw Muda and Terry Funk climbing. Yeah, what's up so. with that? Maybe they haven't, they haven't flipped the switch yet. To, to oh, the electricity. That's a good point. Oh, we're good going point. now. But if we were listening to the actual commentator, uh, Jim Ross tries to explain it. <laughs> where he's like, oh, Terry Funk seems to have found the not electrocuted part. <laughs> ah, yes. What a coincidence. So... He's doing his best to Good try and pedal, JR. Ex- yeah, explain why he's not being electrocuted. Knowing how much of a sweetheart so, Terry Funk is, it's going to be painful to see him in like trouble here. You know, that's like, true. I'm watching him get true. bitch slapped, and I'm like, please stop. Okay, so I should oh. mention here that um, now that the match has officially started, so they are locked in this Thunderdome cage match, which is electrocuted. There's a roof on the top. It's kind of a proto hell of hell in the cell. Um, kind of thing. Um, as I said, there's also Ole Anderson and Gary Hart in the cell with them. And the only way to win this match is for your manager to throw the towel in. So it's almost kind of like an I quit match. Wow. Okay. That's good to know. But, um, but it's up yeah. to the managers. So it's up to the manager. So we're going to, you'll see kind of how that plays in. Because the finish of the match, um, yeah, they, someone has to throw the towel. Oh, ew! Does Ric Flair have like an abscess on his back? Uh, he There's might. Like a big bump. 
Ugh. It could be just a mole. I no. mean, Ric Flair was also in a really bad plane crash. So he does have a bunch of scars and, I, I think, like, screws that. in him. It's battle scars. It's pretty cool, actually. It's pretty badass. Okay. Pretty thunder gun. Sorry, mm-hmm. Rick. My I thing sh- is, though, this is a Thunderdome cage match. Uh, why is Sting waiting to be, like, tagged in? <laughs> I guess I never understood why there were, like, so many rules in here. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't read the rule book. Should be no like, I feel rules. like you should... Yeah, I guess it, they're kind of treating it like a regular tag match. Which means we'll get some hot tags. Terry Funk looks like a character in a Woody Allen, 70s Woody Allen movie. <laughs> just take my word Just take my word for it on that one. He has, like, those old man legs. You know, they're, like, always a little bit bent. <laughs> yeah. That's, His legs are kind of skinny. Yeah. <laughs> spot on. That's so funny. <laughs> kind of like Ichabod Crane vibes. Oh, oh, he's, oh, he's swinging at anybody. <laughs> he took some, some hint from Muda in the beginning when Muda just couldn't contain himself. He's like, all right, there's something to that. So like I said, this was a pretty bloodless um, Halloween Havoc. We might see some here. I mean, actually, I'm pretty sure we will see some here. Terry probably just can't help himself. Terry can't, and I don't think Rick can. No, That's we've true. seen Rick. We've Rick seen his hair change help color himself. pretty quickly from that. And this is about... I think four years before the actual Muda scale was uh, invented. Not that Muda doesn't blade ever, but he's um, got red face paint. He also has the red face paint. He's already which he had the red face paint in that Muda scale match, and it all washed off. And then he got the crimson mask. Whoa, dramatic! Yeah, that's why it's such a famous match. What is Terry doing? Oh, you know. Just taking <laughs> like his face to the ground, time. crawling around yeah. like a He's literal acting... sociopath. <laughs> Damn. I, I think Terry Terry here, I think in the if we were going to put him in an alignment, I think he's chaotic evil here. Oh. Terry um, Funk looks like at least 10 years older than everybody else in that ring. Right. Yeah, but I think he's about the same age as Flair. Well, yeah. I think, you know, Terry's, the mustache at adds a few years yeah. and, and the dark hair legs. yeah and the old man legs <laughs> that bend a bit that's so funny sting <laughs> he looks i mean I, don't, I get the face paints like his thing but it looks like he just got back from the carnival I know. yeah he's like can i get my face painted and muda kind of looks just like a tomato face yeah <laughs> yeah the red face paint is a little like weird looking and sting would don the red face paint oh. In the late 90s. Damn, Sting. When he went to the NWO. Okay, Sting's here throwing some offense. Yeah, he's going off on Muda. um, Through Muda. Here comes the Funker. Oh, Oh, he just landed right on that scrawny leg. (laughs) Oh, no, don't hurt his legs. He's probably dislocated his knees, like, beyond compare. Yeah, I think it's... I'm pretty sure Terry walks with the cane now. He probably has, like, bionic legs. He's old. You can't yeah. wrestle anymore. Well, remember in in Beyond the Mat, he was getting a knee replacement. Yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. And that was you know in two, 1997 or something. <laughs> knee replacements are so much better now. If you need a knee replacement, please just go get one. Okay, I'll do it. What if you don't need a replacement? <laughs> what you want, like a nice, like bionic. a proactive knee replacement? You just want a nice new I do. knee. <laughs> a strapping new, a new bionic kneecap. Like you know, a, it's. I want all new joints. Punch a it's hole good in to the be proactive on kneecap. that stuff. My bionic stainless steel kneecap. 
My dad has a metal hip. Oh, it's so cool. Those are dangerous. They are dangerous. He's not okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can't go through um any of those metal detectors, like at a courthouse or something. And then he has to stop and talk to the person and be like, I have a metal hip. <laughs> it's pretty bad. He's got to be careful. He might get Terry Funk legs. Yeah, one time. He might get the scrawny legs with the, with the bend. One time he had to go to um, was town hall or justice or the whatever. Yeah. And um, he's like, well, I have to be there at 10, and I have to get there early because I have to walk through the metal detector. <laughs> <laughs> Are we certain that this I feel like every wrestler also has to do that now. Oh, yeah, no, it's electrified, but maybe they do have to, you know, they're, yeah, it's not electrified. Do they have to, like, flip a switch somewhere? <laughs> I don't know how this is working. No, I mean, it's supposed to be, it's, I, so I think at one point they say it's electrified on the top. Mm. So you can't oh, escape. Okay. But I think they kind of made that up on the spot because they kept using the cage. And they're like, well, we got to say something. Because, yeah, Terry Funk can't stay off it. Maybe he likes getting electrocuted. <laughs> you know what? That would that would be very uh, in character of him. Because he's so old, he needs to re- restart that oh, heart. He's like Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So Muda with a huge yeah, leg drop there. I mean, the Hogan doesn't get that high. I love Muda's look here. He's got some comfy pants on. Yeah, Muda always kind of ro- rocked those, uh, you know, um, that'd be like a ki- almost like, like karate kind of pants. Yeah, like a gi or something. Yeah, like they're kind of flowy. They look like um, like red scrub pants. Kind of, yeah. Which I heard scrubs are really comfy. They look comfy. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your Funk again on oh the God. cage. Oh. Standing on Sting's neck. Oh, he's really in there. <laughs> yeah, he's Sting's face paint is already coming off. Yeah. <laughs> he has to give up on that face yeah, So we kind of have... The whole cage, by the way, is shaking. <laughs> really scary. It should, it should be shocking, but it's not doing any shocking, which is pissing no. me off. Well, they're not high enough. Did you see that little old lady in oh, the Oh, look at row? Terry Funk coming. Oh. Oh. Okay, so we might get, we might get a blade here. Because... Flair's going into those cage pretty hard. So you see those wires up there? That's where it's electrocuted. Oh. <laughs> Have you ever touched an electric fence? No. It's scary. I want to so I, bad. Electricity kind of freaks me out. Electricity is really I've scary. I've always wanted to, to get tased. Like, I have to... When I... Wo- oh. Oh, just God, to see what Steve. it feels like, you know? Look at these elbows just there. coming at Sting. Nah, these days. If you, know, if you know anybody who has a taser, by all means, throw them my way. I'll... I'll pay to be tased. <laughs> Five bucks. My parents wanted to get me one when I moved down here. Yeah. For Eric. Yeah. I low-key kind of get freaked out when I have to plug my uh, the, the high-low in at work oh. to the oh, big generator. Electric? Yeah. Because it goes like... <laughs> like when you plug it Yikes. in, and it, like it kind of freaks you out. Yeah. Not into that at all. So like, I was even nervous when you went down to fix our fuse box. Well, fuses are that's that's fine. It's easy. That's what they always say until it's to be nervous because I had to crawl into Dwight's bed. That was I'd be nervous about that. About what? I had to crawl into Dwight's bed to fix <laughs> it. <laughs> Dwight, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> our fuse box is in the basement, you guys, and it someone lives behind down there. his bed. Dwight, Dwight's <laughs> listening, crying right now because he was there from the very beginning, first episode. He's like, oh, after all this first time, first episode listener. So Sting and Muda 
it's kind of face paint versus face first face paint versus face paint that versus old guy versus old guy. That sounds yeah. like it would be hard to say. Yeah, you try it. Face paint to face paint. Uh, well, face paint versus face paint. Yeah. Oh, Mudos is coming off too. Okay, boys, if you're gonna paint your face, you need to powder it down. There's no powder being used here. No. I mean, if there, you know, actually, you know what? Sting might be using a little powder. If you know what I mean. <laughs> he might be touching up. I mean, Sting. Oh. There's there's a there's a pretty famous video of Sting, and let's just say he's using a little powder. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, we're just having trouble, series. Uh. Yeah, we're just having some trouble. Muda, you know, I don't, I don't think, I think Muda was pretty straight laced. You know, I don't know if he was powdering up. Flair, no face paint, definite powder. I was gonna say, if anybody here is pow- powdering, it's gonna be him. Yeah. I feel yeah. like he keeps some foundation going just to look nice, right? I mean, he's he's got that image. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, that cream hair. Yeah, so Funk... Funk is... I thought he was busted open. He's not, though. Not yet. Also, it... I, Why does... Oh, would that be face paint on Bruno? No. Oh, it could be. Because it's red. It's so probably the, face paint. Also, just the fact yeah. that they have one of the most, like, you know, like, well-respected, uh, like, legendary wrestlers refereeing this just, like, shit show of a match... It's kind of funny to me. He's just walking around and, like, yelling. Yeah. It'd be like if you had, like, uh, like who's, like, a legendary, like, football player? Like, uh, like O.J. Simpson. I mean, no, okay. I mean, like, yeah, Fitz. <laughs> but not, not, for, not for the analogy I was about to Michael make. Michael Vick. Yeah. You're okay. You're, no. Are there any non-problematic legends? Barry Sanders. Like, if you had, like, uh, like, like Tom Brady. Sure. Oh, it's he like kissed his you, child on It's the like lips. if you brought Tom Brady back and he, like, refereed, like, a lingerie football league game. Okay, I'm into that. Now, <laughs> now they're all climbing. But, okay, they're all climbing. Um, and a I very think this non-electrified is, fence. Yeah. I think this is where JR says that th- that side's not electrified. I've literally <laughs> never seen somebody be so not electrified in my entire life. <laughs> oh, oh, Muda's trying to sell it a little bit. Yeah, maybe Muda, yeah. It's like, ooh, ah, ee. But I mean, the <laughs> if, you're, if you haven't ever seen this, go watch this with JR's commentary. Because, yeah, he does completely bullshit this in improv the, why they're not being electrocuted. JR is so cute. He's like, oh my god, it's nuts how every single thing they touch just happens to not be the electrified area. It's nuts. It's crazy. <laughs> but see, I think Terry Funk is climbing the electric area, so it doesn't make any sense. Well, they turned it off for a minute, you know, just to conserve power. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a pulse. The second he gets off, our gonna electric fence on. was. It, like, pulsed, so, like, if yeah. you touched it, you would... It wouldn't hurt, and then you would get cocky and touch it again, and then get zapped. <laughs> I'll humble your. So good. Terry Funk is just hanging onto the electrified fence. Ric Flair's pulling him down. Um, I I, I can I swear we're gonna get a blade job here. I feel the I feel the tension in the air. Somebody's getting the itch. <laughs> Yeah, Literally. and I think it's one of those two outside the ring right now. Yeah. Oh, Terry and those Rick are way high. They're like they're looking for the electric, like the you know, electrified God, part. Just, yeah, Terry wants to be shocked. They climbed that really fast for two old men. They're not that reminds old. Reminds you of the they're like eighties old. Reminds so they're like, like in their like forties. Forties in nineteen eighty nine though. I feel like that was like 
60. Reminds me of the underground I mean, Mario Rick's... levels where you're crawling on the, you're climbing on the thing and then you knock on it and it yeah. flips around and then you're on the other side with the Koopas. <laughs> Is that, what are the things that come down and go, ooh? Uh, I don't know. Or, the, we'll uh, call it Muda. I don't know. So Muda says, actually. <laughs> Okay, so Muda's about to be literally like so str- Sting is strong. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's say this Sting's strong. Seems He's about to throw Muda. Here. He's been holding Muda over his head for like at least thirty seconds. I mean, Muda's not the tallest guy in the world. He's pretty he, beefy. He's, he's not. He is. Well, he is pretty thick. But yeah, Ric Flair, his you know he got his oh, body Terry. from. Uh, Terry, what's going on with like you? at least eight beers Did you a day? See that? What was that in his nose? <laughs> What do you have? Was it just snot? I don't know what it was. <laughs> Maybe cobweb or something. Like a tapeworm going on. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, get that looked at, buddy. Ew! Just growing pains. Imagine if we got that in HD. He just vanished. Oh, Muda's under the ring. Muda just went under under the ring. He's gone. <laughs> Muda's under the ring. He just refused to come out. He's like, no, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> also, there's like a George of the Jungle rope here, like a, like a gym class oh. rope with the knots so you can climb you up. PTSD from that now. Good God! Did you guys have to do that? Did I have to? Yeah. Yes. Did I do it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't think we did that. I got to the top. Okay, you well, not all of us are like athletic wow. jocks like you, buddy. He's an athlete. Okay, this was like in like fifth grade. Yeah. Oh, well. we never had to do that. I don't know if I could do it now. Hell our, no. Our gym class was such a joke. I feel like people, the only people who can do that, like, over 25 are, like, either athletes or, like, fucking Marines. Or, like, those people that do fucking CrossFit. Or CrossFit. I don't even think they yeah. can do it. I'm going to say they can't do it. Listen, if you do CrossFit, good for you. Can you shut the hell up about it? I'm going to say, like, people who do, like, uh, like uh, aerial yoga can do it. Ooh. Or, like, those aerial uh, tapestry like dancers. Silk? Silk. Yeah, those are cool. Tapestry dancers. <laughs> They're not, that's a, that's yeah. what they're, they're really like called. the guy who was at that Creed right, performance. So, wow, Sting is trying to like George of the Jungle his way out of here. Yeah, so Sting's gonna try and do like a swinging kick thing, and we'll just we'll just watch to see how this looks. I, I'm not really. We can see Muda's whole face now. When did when yeah. did Muda get out from underneath the middle? Oh my god. Okay, so Sting swings across, and Terry just no sells it. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even care. <laughs> he didn't feel it. He just totally just sits up He's there. He's trying to be electrocuted still. He's like, you're really killing my boner <laughs> here. Really killing the vibe. Sting's like, fuck, man. That was, like, hard to do. <laughs> and Terry just does nothing. Um, But, yeah, so Muda's, Muda's face paint's pretty much all off. I imagine electric, electric and, fence and stock is- dropped, plummeted after this. No one wants to buy electric mm-hmm. fencing anymore. <laughs> oh, this one doesn't even work. Oh, Sting went for another one there, and I I think Terry dodged it. Yeah, he, he looks did. happy. Muda's, Muda's oh. uh, face paint is all the way off, and might I say, what a handsome man. Oh, yes, he is. Now, oh, Flair's giving up. Terry Funk is wrapping around Sting's leg, his ankle, the rope, which is Good. pretty cool. Good. <laughs> if he could pull it off, it'd be lit. He's a rancher. That's why. <laughs> it's, it's, he's hog tying him. He's hog tying him. He's a he's he's born, you know. He would have been a rodeo star if he hadn't wrestled. Oh, Muda's doing a full back bend to try and um pin Flair. Oh, yeah, this is this is an interesting. He's got the legs like a sex move. Uh in a hold and then he's doing a back bend. Um yeah, I don't know oh, actual 
you know, submission looks, holds that well. Sting looks incapacitated against the the electric fence. I'm doing air yeah. quotes for those who are listening. He's got like a, he's got like his boots stuck. Well, yeah, he got his boots stuck. Look, and Terry and Muda now are just r- r- giving hell to st- uh, Flair. Nature boy, no this, more. So we have Ole Anderson over there. He's breaking Sting out where where Funk tied him, and Tung, Funk really got him in. <sighs> I told you he hogged it. <laughs> did tie him in. It was, there. It's, it's in his DNA. Oh my goodness, Terry Funk! Oh, here's a here's the Terry Funk pile driver, and Buddha's pushing the boots down for that extra oomph. kind of like a forcing Ric Flair to stretch his hamstrings for the first time. Ever. <laughs> That's the thing about like these like some of these wrestlers like Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, little bit of Terry Funk. Sorry, Terry, but like they when you're when they're wrestling, it looks like. They have never stretched ever once in their lives. Do you, you know, know what I mean? The, They're, yeah. like, so, like, stiff. You know who changed that, though? DDP. DDP Yoga. DDP Yoga. Thank you. Shout out to DDP Yoga. That's that's going to eventually be our first sponsor. He said, touch your toes and put that needle down. What? Oh, to, <laughs> to Jake the Snake? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Sting off the top, like, not even top rope, but from the cage. I'm not even sure Terry was, like, even paying attention to that. I think that was a good surprise. (laughs) He might have actually hit Terry. Like, Terry might be hurt. Muda, I feel like, is it? It looks like he's actually hitting him. Yeah, Muda's, I feel like, in He might be pissed at Muda, too. Terry Funk perpetually well, looking look back to the... Terry Funk looks like he's, like, always on the verge of collapsing. His his knee's pretty hurt. Of course his knee is hurt. (laughs) It's shattered. So Muda is... (laughs) Buddha's like monkey bar in now. He's at the, the top, top which the is supposed right. to be which the electrified. supposed to be the most <laughs> electrified part. And you know what? We already saw Muda wasted his green mist. He had to put the fire yeah, out. He, yeah, but he, he was sa- saving he saved that for Sting's face. Lives, buddy. I'd argue <laughs> he used it at the perfect yeah. time. The Thunderdome could have just detonated. That's right. So what's the what's the green mist for again? The green mist, I believe, is like a paralyzing mist. <laughs> All right. Non-flammable, apparently. No, that yeah, non-flammable. Great... No. The the red mist is the burning mist. <laughs> ah, he should have kept. I'm glad he didn't have that on in yeah. his mouth at the time. What if he accidentally used that? It and then I think there's. I think He's like, oh, there's shit, the wrong, black mist. Wrong mist. That's death, right? The black mist, I think, will kill you. Okay. That's um, amazing. There's the Papa Shango mist, which what was... What color is that? I think it's white. Ew. And that'll kind of turn you into a zombie. Now that... I think he controls I you. I wouldn't mind having that spread over my face. That'd be kind of cool. It's <laughs> a Halloween spooky mood for that. Actually, I want the black one in my face. The black mist. Yeah, the black I wish for yeah. the black one. Um, so do they hold that in their mouth the whole time? You know what? It's never really been uh, disclosed, or it's it's still kind of a mystery. That is cool. Um, Yeah, you know the Asian mist. It actually has its own Wikipedia page. Because I feel like sometimes they don't do it until like the match is almost over, like halfway through the match. So if they do, that's pretty impressive. It's like uh, it's like so here's a so here's a breakdown of all the mists while we're while we're watching this match. Okay, we got the green mist, which is the most commonly used for putting out fires. Um, It's mainly just to obstruct opponents' vision. (laughs) In lieu of a fire extinguisher, (laughs) the green mist is used to save countless lives. So (laughs) we have we have Terry Funk in a figure four here. Sting's going up to the top rope. 
Um, let's see what he's going to do. Fantastic. Oh, big splash. Great connection there. Okay, so we got the red mist, which is used to burn <laughs> the eyes. I just imagine if he had used that instead accidentally, he's like, oh, shit. Okay, so so the the black mist actually blinds your opponents for several weeks. Oh my god, oh. that's awesome! Again, yeah. that's like um the little guy from Jurassic Park. Yeah, not the ones that can open the doors though. Oh my god, did oh, uh, did Bruce, whatever his name is, just get in there? Bruno, yeah, Bruno's Bruno, in there because he's not because this match is falling apart. Was it ever not? So, was it ever together? So look at so we have the managers fighting. God bless. And the towel hit Bruno, and Bruno's gonna call in the match. He's saying that Ric Flair and uh, Sting, you know, their manager still has the towel, but um, it was really the managers fighting, and Ole Anderson Anderson hit. Uh, Gary Hart, and he lost control of his towel. You know what? I'm going to say it. I'm not happy with this, with the result of this no, at all. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> I feel like we all kind if of I have our Bruno, favorites here. And, uh, I, I wouldn't be happy either no. for participating in oh, this or the this outcome. Already. Two, two blonde Caucasian men winning the match. Really, it's just like Over the, the longer I see Muda fight, the more I love well, him. He's yeah. the, you know, they're the, they are the baby faces. This well, is yeah. the, this is the Ric Flair baby face, uh, era i like the heels the most oh, there yes. goes there he goes the world's most shocking cage is going up now <laughs> back to it being useless the entire time so now they're just gonna kind of recap some of this but yeah watch what happens here that is a great Sting goes shot. in for the splash which was fun that's great great connection that splash was good really well done mood is coming in He's pushing Bruno out of the way, oh. and the, yeah, that's when Bruno gets involved. Yeah. Can I just say, Bruno has been just the most worthless ref this whole time. You know, it's fair. Well, fair he's, criticism. He's, First of all, where he's from the he? 70s. He's probably getting paid off by, like, four different teams here. He's from the 60s. Oh, my God. So look at here. Oh, no. He gets hit, and he just loses his towel. He tossed that thing. I demand an investigation 30 years later. Yeah. Yeah. Open this cold yeah. case, and and he calls the match right there because he says Ole Anderson still has his towel. I don't know, man. So, I'm not satisfied. I'm not. I'm yeah, not. no, it's 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 a little lackluster. Oh, Terry! I mean, the fight just and Terry hurt. might actually have hurt his knee. The bout itself, and it's not about the fight itself is very good. The result is the end result is just not what I wanted it to do. Yeah, a bummer. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the uh. Thunderdome cage match, and uh, that's pretty much the end of the Halloween Havoc. I mean, I think there's some uh, recap here. They might interview Sting and uh, uh, Ric Flair, but uh, they probably more or less just go to Jr. and Bob Cottle up there, where they spend the rest of the time investigating the the the, the, yeah. the, the cage. Or like, why? I couldn't believe yeah. it. It's just you, just you hate to see it. <laughs> it must, they must. We're running too much power here, folks, and uh, the electricity in the cage is just uh, blue it's, fuse. It's blue, yeah, blue a fuse. Yeah. So well, that was okay. So, just thoughts on that whole show? So fun. I really liked it. Yeah, we had some woman and uh, you know doom in the last week, uh, and we got up to probably the three best matches on the whole thing tonight. Oh, for sure. 
But do you guys have a favorite, Steve? I mean, start with it's going to have to be the last one, of course. That's just such a yeah. difference compared to everything before, I mean, which were fine, but like that's obviously the most exciting one by far, which just makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you got Muda in there, a high flyer, Sting, you know, agile, fast. And then you have the kind of character work of Funk and Flair. You know, they're out there doing... Their thing. Their thing. <laughs> Doing what they you, do. you got a favorite match, Cass? Uh, I really did love the last one. Yeah, it's... You know, the um, Lex Luger one was kind of fun. Yeah. It was for a Lex Luger match. Only because of Brian. Yeah, like I said, Brian Pillman would go on... Like I said, big what if. Yeah. Because he, he died like in that. his mid-30s. Oh. Um, he, he, he didn't even really live... To see the true attitude era that Stone Cold took off in. How did he die? Did you say? It was a heart attack, or but I think it was possibly like a drug and. It always is, oh, man. So what the sad. hell? I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm well, sure it's in that, that realm. What a loss that mullet. I know. Yeah, and he didn't rock the mullet then, but mm. but no, he was a uh, heading towards like superstardom. Aww. So Hummer. That's so upsetting. Big one. Blade dropper of the week for sure. Yeah, I gotta say. Thunderdome was fun. Thunderdome was fun. I really liked watching that. Um, but I will say, woman. Woman is yeah. A, she I mean, is she's the, the old, she was the only woman in the show. I know. <laughs> this, was, this just shows you how much of a lack of female talent there was in the eighties. Well, I mean, wrestlers and even managers to that valets. Yeah. Um. I mean, WWF had a few more. Uh, WWF had a women's division, kind of, but uh, yeah, women's wrestling, you know, it, it's outside of Japan was not not the greatest in America. Yeah, Japan. What what were the name of those tapes that you got recently? Oh, so I got some FMW the um, the Tokyo Pop ones that they put out. Those are so much fun to watch. Yeah, and those are those are a lot of. Uh, um, it's throughout the '90s, but it's like I mean, there's a lot of Megumi Kudo matches and Shark. Combat Toyota, Shark, Shark, yeah, Badner, Nakamura. Yeah, it's it's those are fun, and that's like yeah, Japan had a pretty crazy '90s women's scene. Yeah, and women doing death matches. Yeah, like. Like uh, exploding ring matches, there was that <laughs> which one, is crazy. There was the one match of Shark. I think it was Shark, and this like small, tiny little. It might have been Megumi Kudo. I don't know, but she was so cute, and she lost the small girl, and she took the microphone and she said, "I would just like to apologize to everyone that came here to watch that was rooting for me. I will try to win next time." And I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" <laughs> 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 so yeah. And Japanese wrestling is still, you know, there's still, still a great women's division over there in, like, a lot of promotions. But um, but I think we're, re- I mean, we're in the best era of American women's wrestling right yeah. now. Whether it's indies or it's main shows, so. Unfortunately, yeah, there's not a lot of women's wrestling through any of the Halloween Havocs no. as we cover these through the era, but. That is a bummer. Um, 
Well, at that point, that's we, a wrap for this but one. Now we can officially start the countdown to next October, next Halloween Havoc episode. So put that on. Yeah. The, oh, they put that on the screen for us. There it is. It's up there <laughs> now. It's up there. Maybe we'll cover something late era. Like we'll cover something like late nineties yeah. Halloween Havoc. Who knows? That would be good. Get some. Get some. Uh, Scott Steiner with the sunglasses, Freakazilla. Steiner Math. Steiner, not quite Steiner Math yet, but Chainmail. Close. <laughs> yes, Chainmail. <laughs> but uh, you want? We have anything to wrap up, Steve? I don't know. I think that's it. I think we can wrap this up. Put a bow on it. Um, I want to thank Cassie, of course, as always, for being here. I love it. Oh I love having you a part of this. Thank you. Yeah, thank first you real guest. Of the show. Um, well, we had Zach a long time to ago. this capacity. But this capacity yeah. for sure, yeah. I mean, this is our, And, yeah. you know, we were still figuring stuff out. We, we, the audio quality was just god-awful for that one. Yeah. Um, we're, 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 we're getting a little better. Well, this was so much fun. This, this yeah. will not be we'll the last episode. We'll have you on again. Yeah. I would love to review a movie with I was you guys. just thinking oh. we should be doing that next up. So we're going to be, we'll talk about That'll that. That would be good. I like that idea. That would be a really, really fun. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, yeah. Of course. With that, I think... Steve, you're so sweet. Eric, I love you. Oh, I love you, too. Oh. I'll, I'll, take it. I'll take the sweet. That's <laughs> Can you tell my parents so, that? That would be nice, actually. <laughs> Everybody have a nice that. Halloween. Yes, and send pictures of send your costumes pictures. and your pumpkins. Um, um, if you're going trick-or-treating, wear a little mask under your mask. That's um, true. Perhaps vote. Um, you know, let's reiterate that just one more vote. time. Please vote. Please vote. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post up my my uh, wrestling Halloween costume from a couple years ago. Yeah. On the Instagram page. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Hollywood Hulk Hogan, and um. Do you still have that boa? I might have tossed it. It got covered in like beer. Yeah, they get <laughs> really gross. And, and uh, yeah, stay tuned for the last couple days of uh, Thirty One Nights of Horror. Sting, right? Yeah, shot my brother was Sting for that. And you guys uh, wrestled in public. We wrestled in a bar, and I thought we were going to get thrown out because we were pretend fighting in a bar, <laughs> but it looked kind of real. Well, you're also brothers, so it's you guys were probably a little aggressive. Yeah, with but each the Crowfoot bouncers didn't know that. It's the Crowfoot. So, but yeah, stay tuned to our social media. We're trying to be super active on it now, and we've got a, quite a few new followers in the past couple months, so. Thank you guys for following and listening and commenting on stuff. Yeah, and these um, guys really do love doing this, and it's really nice to see people passionate about something. Yeah. And um, it's this podcast is great. Thank Appreciate you. the kind okay. words from our favorite sure. our favorite uh, fan <laughs> slash sometimes co-host. <laughs> yeah. And next time we'll have a kitty cat. That's right. Yeah, next time I'll I'll have the kitty cat on the Make, show, oh, Sheila. Please post it to the Instagram. I mean, you know, post this. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, our new, our new the newest listener. co-host. <laughs> she purrs a lot, so maybe we can yeah. get some. We can get some good. We can get some good mic mic work from her. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Sheila. And with that, <laughs> but I think with that, yeah, think that's it for us. Thank you, everybody. Happy Halloween. We love you all so much. See you guys in a couple weeks. All right, and that's <laughs> bye, sisters. Bye. In a small, secluded blacksmith shop, hidden deep in the mountains, three strange men work around the clock to complete the biggest challenge of their careers. Thunderdome. Hooray!
wrestling's toughest. The steel cage is home, but there's never one like the Thunderdome. There's no way in and no way out. It's Halloween Havoc's most frightening bout. Six tons of steel and electrified. The only way to win is the Terminator outside. For Funk and Muda, Sting and Flair, these blacksmiths have made sure they'll stay right there. It's 30 feet high. It's 30 feet wide. There's no place to run and no place to hide. There's no way to win, only to lose. And how you do that depends on the Terminator you use. It's Halloween Havoc and the Thunderdome. If you want to take part, best pick up your phone.